Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And we got rumors, 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 so, rumors. So many rumors. Actually, just one big rumor this week, and then all of the other little rumors have branched off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy this speculation because it feels like this happens, what, every six months, seven months? This one feels yeah, a little bit more flows. real. <laughs> yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. I, I, and there's always just even these, yeah, spawning other rumors off of it, which is always fascinating. Like people are like, what if it was this chip and this thing and this whatever? You know, there's always these little little side stories that I've been enjoying. I think I've read more this time because celebrating the Nintendo Switch four year anniversary feels like, hey, we're happy sort birthday. of in the yeah, happy birthday. We missed it last week. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry, Michael. Happy birthday. We just um, we, we celebrated Michael's birthday last week. Now we're celebrating Nintendo Switch birthday this week. That's how we're that's working true. it out. <laughs> you got to pick one. You got to pick one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so should I, should I actually say what the rumor is? <laughs> I, I want to talk vaguely around it until for like another 20 minutes until we get to it. No, no, go for it. <laughs> so this past week, Bloomberg released a report saying that a new switch is coming just in time for the holidays. This is the first time that Bloomberg has really made a very legitimate claim about this new switch model that's coming. So it feels like it might be somewhat real at least more promising than the other rumors we've heard in the past like all the weird little speculations um because they do get very specific so they say that the new uh switch model is going to feature a seven inch samsung oled display um it's going to be the same size as the current switch but just the screen is going to be without the bubble so you're not going to have like that black border it's just going to be all a screen that you can see um the OLED also uses less battery, so hopefully that means better battery life. Um, it is also going to offer higher contrast, so your load screens will be even darker. <laughs> and uh, possibly a faster response time, response time for the touchscreen. It is going to maintain a 720p resolution, but docked, apparently, it's going to have a 4K ultra-high def resolution. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, back in February... Uh, Furukawa did say that there were no plans to announce a, current, a new Switch anytime soon. Now, that being said, they've also said stuff like that before. And then a month later, they released a new crazy thing. Um, and also, according to uh, Nathan Drake, who is an industry insider from Reset Era, he's also been linked to other Nintendo leaks in the past. He also claims that the new revised, quote, Switch unit is going to has some have some select exclusives from third party partners, which we see this all the time with every switch system. So this isn't very surprising, but he clearly stated that he knows of at least one. Um, so what one that is, we have no idea. Um, also, right before the podcast, I was looking up just to see if there's any more information on this. And a lot of people are speculating that this will be out around or just before September. Mm -hmm. Um Nintendo obviously has not said anything yet. If they did, this would be insane. Uh, but <laughs> this is like the most promising, most specific, clear information that we've heard about this. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a little bit more realistic as to yeah. what I think other people have said. So the Nintendo Switch screen is like six inches or so today and seven inches would just yeah, fill it out a little bit more. So in that regard, that's not a a huge jump like that's not crazy right because mm -hmm. the thing that they don't want to do is i don't think they want to change the size or, or change any of the accessories unless they come out with a joy con 2 which maybe would be part of the announcements like hey we've upgraded like maybe. you know this works with two like that this will work with all your existing joy cons but we have like this new thing or whatever but i feel like it's 
realistic because then all the accessories work like all the you know just everything sort of would work with it unless they made it skinnier but then i mean i guess the dock would still work so things could still work i guess is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i feel like this is a little bit more concrete the 720p ratio in um handheld mode makes sense because then all three consoles have consistency in that mode and since the switch Lite is handheld only then you know developers will be forced to kind of build that functionality in but the I was reading a lot about the 4K and yeah, we'll have the ability to output it, but like then it's up to developers to take advantage of it. And of course, yeah, you know, that's going to be the trickiest part. <laughs> yeah. And what they were saying, though, is that, you know, right now the chipset that's inside of there is an X1 Tegra processor. And what they're saying is that they could Nintendo could use a um, like custom AMD graphics um, chip alongside that or whatever the upgrade to that is which would do AI upscaling, which has been featured in a lot of the, um, you know, higher end graphics cards. And that will basically take any 1080p content and upscale it to 4K, which is what happens a lot in games, but also what happens a lot in movies. Like if you watch an old DVD on a Blu-ray player, it does, you know, a smart mm-hmm. upsampling and, and the AI mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So they were showing some back and forth between like what it looks like with it off and on. And it's pretty night and day difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So that would be something that would be an option for existing games and then developers could pack it in. But, you know, the other things that I would think here that they need to solve is then um, memory. You know, you got to put a bigger, you know, bigger hard drive in there right now. It's 32 gigs. That's not quite big enough. Um, And then especially for 4K stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I think they then everything will be faster because it obviously will have a better processor. So the whole store and everything would load load faster. But I think they just got to fix the Joy-Cons at that part and come out with a Joy-Con 2 and just kind of accept defeat on that one and suck it up, I think would be um, ideal. But to me, this makes sense because this isn't crazy, crazy. This feels like, hey, it's been four years and we could release this at the same price, $2.99, and then Mm kind of crush the market there and, and be more competitive against the PlayStation and the Xbox that's as far yeah. as on the shelf, but they're different consoles, right? I mean, they're just completely different. So, but I would definitely buy one only because my current switch is, as we have heard on the podcast before on its way that out at some point. Is messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I like, I like the idea of having new joy cons, but only if they fix the drift. I, I personally, I love the joy cons the way that they feel and everything as they are right now. Just fix the drift. That's all I care about. But I do like the idea of being able to kind of interchange your accessories. So say they do come out with better Joy-Cons or different Joy-Cons, being able to use them on my old Switch. Mm -hmm. So that way, it's a good financial decision to do something like that. Because then people say, oh, I don't really need the whole seven inch screen and all this other extra stuff. My old Switch is still working, but I do want better Joy-Cons. So yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I think that I think the backwards compatibility is essential. So you can use mm-hmm. all your existing Joy Cons, or you can use the new ones. And I think, I mean, the that would be dock. the fix. The same yeah. dock, yeah. That mm-hmm. and the, that, by the way, would be my my fix for Joy Con drift. Would be Joy Con two It's the same exact yeah. Joy Con, but without drift. <laughs> like I, I'd imagine the, <laughs> the sticker without drift on the box. <laughs> they, they could they could make the um they could make some of the triggers a little bit bigger. I think they could. Um, I think durability the, you know, maybe fix fix yeah. that kind of issue like Michael was saying his R button is kind of like spongy so maybe just making that stuff a little more uh time or mm-hmm. withstand time the use of time uh but they could even make them a little bit thicker too you know what I mean 
if they wanted mm-hmm. to. And yeah, then that maybe. would be a distinguishing point where it's like a bigger grip because some people want that too. So you could totally do mm-hmm. that because if it just slides in, it doesn't matter the size of it, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it depends too because then they have all the cases and the accessories and stuff that go with yeah. that fit those Joy-Cons specifically. So I think it'll be interesting to see if they do make any adjustments to the Joy-Cons like in that, like maybe making them more ergonomic in some way or or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> and it's crazy because they don't really need to. I mean, they just had the biggest quarter of Switch sales ever. But there there are right. just some things that would sort of future-proof it a little bit more. Like, the, I think mm-hmm. the thing is, coming this holiday, can they keep it $299, right? Is that the, you know, can they, can mm-hmm. they do that? And I feel like doing this, which would be basically keeping the Switch Lite as is at $199 and keeping this, you know, Super Switch at a $299 would kind of give them the space and the wiggle room and also you know do you, do you think that they would bring the price down on the current switch so the switch light would stay where it is mm. the current switch would go down a little bit and then maybe the switch the the revised version i'm not going to call it a switch pro because i don't think it's there yet maybe yeah but the the revised switch would be 299 yeah and i think probably yeah. maybe the, what they would do is the current switch would go 249 while supplies last and then that's just gone forever oh yeah yeah, I could see you, that. you can't keep two models around. I think it's too confusing because I mean, there'd be three models and, you know, that's a lot. Two models. Maybe, sounds well, good. I mean, maybe maybe having three models makes sense because then they have like the middle grade one for people who still want to play on a TV, but don't need 4K. That's true. Abilities. So because I mean, right now I have no reason to get something that streams 4K. I don't have a 4K TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing most of the time streaming it on my computer, so I'm not streaming in 4K. So it, it would be kind of silly for me to get a 4K camera. The only reason I would get it is for the screen. But mm-hmm. again, it's not a like make or break kind of thing. So Correct. I, I hope they would keep it if they if they make another if they if this is true, if all of this is happening. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the the balance, right? Like how many people yeah. would upgrade from the current switch to a switch pro with a, this monitor and things like oh, no, the only reason I would really consider it is because my current switch is like, you know, I, I would what I would do is I would get the new yeah, one. Yeah, you transfer, need a new one. <laughs> I transfer everything to it and then I would, you know, send this one in for repair, you know, and then mm-hmm. try to sell yeah. it and get some money back or whatever would be yeah. my, my goal there. If people don't know, my fan makes a very, very loud, loud noise when it when games spin up or just things and it's. It's it's not only just a loud noise, but it's also like a rattling noise and it's unsettling. <laughs> it's unsettling. It's it doesn't for, seem safe <laughs> for the entire year, for a whole year. But luckily, I don't play a lot. Like I do play a lot, but I don't play tons. I think yeah, if I was playing yeah. every day, then it would really annoy me, and I'd probably burn it out even more. But um, there's that. So, <laughs> anything else on the Super Switch Pro no. Switch? I have seen a lot of articles. I have seen a lot of articles, people saying that the that the name should be called the Super Switch as opposed to the Switch Pro, which I don't agree with. Mm, I think it. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. Yeah. But Super Switch, I get it because like Super Nintendo, whatever, like Mm -hmm. Nintendo will probably go that route. But I think the Switch Pro makes sense. But I just don't know if this is necessarily a switch pro i think it's just a revised switch i don't know we'll see we'll see Mm. if this is even real i'm really curious to see what they end up naming it we will give you the updates oh yeah we will (laughs) uh well now apparently in other super nintendo news uh we know that obviously super nintendo world over in japan opened up and we've been talking about how awesome all the rides look and just the world looks and that maybe one day we'll be able to go visit it now, we were really excited because we knew that Super Nintendo World would also be coming to Universal Studios over here in 
the United States, so both in Florida and in California, from my understanding. Now, we didn't know when necessarily this was going to take place. Obviously, we're still in the middle of a global pandemic, but we were hoping that, you know, they already built one, so just build another one real quick, right? And then you're good to go. Mm -hmm. um, well, apparently, the original date was 2023, 20, um, so two years from now. Um, however, uh, basically recently in um, a recent article um, from the Florida local mayor, Jerry Demings, um, and some other things that came out from that, that said that the work on Epic Universe, um, which was part of this Super Nintendo world, paused in July 2020, kind of to discuss plans during the pandemic. Um, it's going to restart, but of course, this means that they need several months to ramp up. They need, of course, to restaff. They mm -hmm. need to get all their vendors, all their contract teams, all that stuff back in order. So that's going to push back things basically around two years. So that's when they're slated to open the Super Nintendo World, which will be about four years from now, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but a little bit slower than I thought. You know, it sounds like at mm -hmm. least this one is part of other bigger um, parts of these Universal Studios with the Epic Universe. So that could be why, you know, that it's like, oh, it's that's a lot more than just Nintendo World. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So which is a bummer. But, you know, I guess I'll be I guess for my 40th birthday, I can go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll be nice. Yeah, I I mean, I get it. And it's not that big of a deal. We'll get it eventually. So I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, two years at this point feels like I mean, it goes by. It feels like in two months now. So <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what time is. But I will say this. I mean, I'm hoping then that'll still give me an excuse to go to Japan because I'd be like, well, it's not here. So I've got to go to Japan. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Well, you're going to want to go visit the the OG Super Nintendo World anyway. That's like true. who wouldn't want to do that, right? That's true. That's true. We do have a friend that I, I think she's going to move to Japan. We're hoping that maybe she does. And if she does, she also speaks visit. Japanese. <laughs> so then boom. Yeah, we got to We got to visit. We got to go to yeah. Nintendo. And, you know, translator with us. Best friend. Oh, perfect. Best friends. Thanks. <laughs> well, moving on to our last little bit of news. If any of you are playing Among Us, I haven't been able to yet on my Switch, unfortunately, because I don't have enough people to play with and I'm scared to play in the public area. But those of you who are playing Among Us, um, there's a recent update that came out that, in that now includes a quick chat feature and devs are promising a big update coming soon. Um, so the PC update has already come out. Uh, it will be coming to mobile and Switch as soon as it's approved. So it's going through those motions right now, getting approved by you know Nintendo and the App Store and all that fun stuff. Um, this update includes a blank screen when creating a new room, players unable to find any lobbies in the public list, it's fixing that. And there's also an age gate, uh, which was reduced to 13. So um that there's that I guess um and then the quit chat feature will allow players that are in the chat room so while they're trying to figure out who is the imposter will allow like more rapid responses mm. so and then in regards to the uh big update coming the devs tweeted this past week I know you're waiting for the big update news too the ball is rolling I promise I'll get you more info soon so for those of you still super into Among Us, you have more things to look forward to. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we all have it, but we all haven't played it. <laughs> so that's I know true. <laughs> like we never have time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tricky and you do have to set up, you know, the discord channel, all this stuff, because it sounds like this mm -hmm. quick chat is just chatting. It's not necessarily voice. Correct. Yeah, it's more so like allows your thumbs to move faster, I guess. Mm. <laughs> that's the impression I get. 
That's so good. that does it for our news this week. Yeah, not not too much, but I think the biggest thing was the rumor that that's the main thing that needed to be talked about. Um, so that brings us to our top 10 bestsellers of the week. In first place, we have Among Us, speaking of Among Us. And a second, we have Super Mario 3D World. Third, Bravely Default 2. Fourth, Minecraft. Fifth, Little Nightmares. Uh, sixth, Stardew Valley. Seventh, Mario Kart Del- 8 Deluxe. Uh, Animal Crossing, ninth the Super Smash Brothers, and then tenth Little Nightmares two, which I'm surprised to see Little Nightmares two all the way at ten, in in tenth place when the first Little Nightmares is at five. Yeah, I mean, interesting stuff is happening. That is a weird <laughs> one. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to comment too because you said like a listener had had wrote in about Little Nightmares, the physical copy, and I was wondering if they were talking about Little Nightmares two, the physical copy, because they did sell that. I couldn't find anywhere where they actually sold Little Nightmares 1, the physical copy. And if they did, not in the U.S., from my understanding. I believe they were talking about Little Nightmares, the first one, the first game. I want to see some photo proof in our Discord of of that, because I I looked up everywhere. I couldn't find... I was was like, oh, maybe I'll buy it just to, like, you know, if it's 20 bucks or whatever, and compare and contrast, Mm -hmm. you know, side by side, the digital and the physical. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Some people I was watching, was reading a lot of forums last week after I was editing the podcast and some people did say that the low times got better, but then I'm like, I don't remember there being an update for the game. So maybe it's Michael and I, and you were just like hating on the load times and they weren't that bad. But I swear they were really bad. Weren't they? No, they're like they're definitely bad compared <laughs> yeah. to a lot of yeah. like, maybe at the time when little nightmares first came out, I, I don't know. I mean, I played it recently and they were bad. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be waiting, especially in a game like that where you're constantly dying all the time to figure out the game. It should be very short, very snappy load times. Yeah. And it was not that. So, no, I, I don't know. And it was pretty recent. It was like two yeah. months ago I played it. So That's unless there was, was an update say. afterwards, which I I don't think there was. But I'm look. Who knows? Let me see if I still have it installed. Little Nightmares. Probably not. Well, I'm, I'm good for them that they sold it, though. The, selling good but still think it's a good game it's still a good game that's all but <laughs> um i mean i've heard a lot of good things about little nightmares too i definitely want to pick it up at some point and play it but i yeah and it, the person who did mention it it was during a stream a twitch stream so hmm. i mean things could have been lost like in the chat or whatever but i believe they were talking about the first game okay um because that's what we were talking about in the podcast but hmm. <clears throat> And then for other new games that made it into the top 30 and 25th, we have Curse of the Dead Gods. I've never heard of the game. It looks maybe interesting. Uh, so maybe check it out. <laughs> interesting. I always like yeah. when a random game pops up and I'm like, oh, I got to check that out. What is that? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that gets us to everyone's favorite. They're all off their favorite segment. Let's be honest. The new releases that we're into this week for 3, 7 to 3, 13. Um, you got a few check marks here first, and we both have uh, some agreed upon ones. You want to kick it off, Christine? Sure. Uh, the first game that we have checked is coming out March 11th called A Day Without Me. This is a puzzle adventure game. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a puzzle adventure game. Uh, the story essentially is you wake up and realize you're the only person left in the city, and you have to find out where everyone is going, why you're the only person left in the city, and why there's so many weird, strange, odd things happening around you. Um, I thought it looked pretty cool for $5.99. It looks pretty neat. Um, but it also looks a little rough, <laughs> like mm. visually. But I mean, I'm into like puzzle adventure games. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a check for six bucks. Why not? Yeah, that's what I sort of thought, too. I was like, oh, this game was a little janky, but it does kind of have a cool premise. So 
mm-hmm. I'll put on my wish list and maybe if it goes down like really cheap or whatever, you know, then then pick it up. But or if they give us a code, but um, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like a mobile game, but I couldn't really find a lot of information on it. So but it looks pretty cool. I don't know. I do. Even though the art style looks a little janky, I kind of like the art style a lot. I can't really describe why. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a rougher version of that game Michael played called uh, Pickpocket. Mm. I don't know if you saw that by any chance, mm-hmm. but it's kind of similar, but it's it's like a cross between pickpocket and art school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the jankiness of art school, but like <laughs> the functionality of pickpocket. Of pickpocket. Yeah, I, I think it looks interesting, but yeah, not 100 percent on that one. <laughs> I totally watch you play um, that game one time streaming and I was, it was hilarious. The, it's uh, odd. <laughs> watching you draw on the with your you know joysticks which is which oh is my gosh great. so it's very difficult and then of course i spent so much time drawing a cake for loose one of our listeners hi loose and i could put an l on it and everything and i get an f like what, oh, what's no. up with that yeah check out if you haven't seen it there's a couple clips saved from um a few streams you can check them out on twitch but <laughs> it's an interesting game i'll say that uh, the next game that I have checked is called Multi Quiz for ten dollars on the same day, March eleventh. Um, obviously, Multi Quiz it's a quiz game. You can play it alone, or you can play with family and friends for up to eight players. Um, you can choose from dev- ten different categories to kind of quiz everybody on. Um, but I'm not sure. It, it says it does support online. It has cloud saves, but I'm not clear if the multiplayer is online or not. I'm assuming yes because it is up to eight players, but they don't really go into any detail about that so not 100 sure how to play it with people but you would think right no yeah you would think but they don't they don't really say it they don't say online multiplayer hmm. it just says it supports online hmm yeah okay well, I mean, I guess I probably don't want to test that for ten dollars. If they give us yeah, a code, I mean, come on, give us yeah, a code. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna go on my wish list because I think it would be really fun to play. I mean, I have so many friends that have switches now, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be nice to be able to play something like this with them. But um, yeah, maybe if it goes on sale, but not not for ten dollars, at least not for like a quick quiz game that I'm not one hundred percent sure I can actually play with people online. So yeah, I agree with that. Agree with that. Well, the next one that I checked. Um, but besides a day without me, it was um, a little game called Bob Help Them. And um, this game is kind of like a very low res um, Stardew Valley top down, you know, kind of looking game, but it has nothing to do with Stardew Valley at all. But like the graphic style, right? You're like these little tiny character, you're Bob, basically. And the whole thing is that you just run around, you help the NPCs in the game get stuff like you need to like go get fish and you need to go get wood you need to go get you know calm different animals down or chop wood or you know cook up some things or gather different resources and you just kind of like do these tasks which are like all the things that you would do in like a harvest moon or like a a stardew valley or something like that farm simulator farm simulator games and then Mm -hmm. yeah you just like hand them off i mean it looks like a very small mobile game but it also looks kind of cute i wish it was like a dollar 99 kind of like how the timber (laughs) man games are yeah, it looks pretty cute, but I'm going to put on my wish list, even though it's under five dollars. It seems like a ninety nine cent two dollar game. So I thought it looked interesting. The only reason I didn't check it is because one of the first things they say in the description is uh, Bob Help Them is a timer based game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't like being timed. That's too much pressure for me. I just want to mm-hmm. relax and enjoy these kinds of games. So I'm not checking this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
it definitely looks like it's like oh just get in and get out for a few minutes type of thing so i'm yeah fascinated but looks 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 decent looks decent mm-hmm. oh and the next one that i'm actually really excited for because i remember my buddy jesse playing this non-stop on the pc when he first got his setup which is no reload heroes which is a twin stick shooter up to four players um this one's not online which is kind of a bummer i don't think it, i think it, i don't know if it was online previously either though like on steam but it's basically yeah, a, a non-stop bullet flying combat frenzy game one to four player twin six shooter um very intense kind of over the top um but it, it's like this whole like you know actual game game now it's not just against everybody but you can just mm-hmm. play together through everything and you can play up to four players so like i thought it was going to be online which would be really nice because it is a full price 25 dollar game because this is the enhanced yeah. version that has all the dlc it has all the upgraded stuff but doesn't have online so that's the thing that kind of like poops me out uh, um, on it so if you do have are you really into couch co-op games this is one definitely put on the wish list and you know maybe you know 12 bucks maybe 50 percent off deal pick that up but uh, it is one to i thought was at least good there, were, there weren't a yeah, lot of it good. It looks pretty well week, done. So. Yeah. It looks pretty well done. The look of it kind of reminds me a little bit of Filament. Mm. Just a little bit. Not the character design, though, but like the atmosphere does. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, definitely not my kind of game, though. Definitely more like uh, a crazy kind of shooter. There's a lot of stuff happening on the screen at once kind of oh, game. Oh, yeah. Very busy. <laughs> yeah. Very busy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so the polar opposite, I guess, I have checked, <laughs> which is the next one on March 12th, which is called um, Soko Dice. For six dollars, it's a puzzle game, but it's a dice turning puzzle game. So you're given this um, kind of floating map in the world with certain like boxes, and you can only turn the die a certain amount of times in order to get the the number of the puzzle on the die. So, for example, you open up the puzzle. There's a number three on the floor. You have to turn the die only a certain amount of times to get to the number three that's on the mm. die. So. It's very tricky. It looks very difficult. <laughs> um, maybe something to play like, you know, if you have like 15 minutes, you want to try to figure something out. I, it looks it looks pretty decent. So, uh, I, yeah, I gave that one a check. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I almost mm-hmm. had that one checked. I knew I figured you were going to check it because it looked yeah pretty cool. It has really high. It has well, it's, it's out on Steam. It has a few reviews, so seems OK. But yeah, five, six bucks. It's just. It's these games, these small games that like always intrigue me because I think those things are also really popular on like mobile too. It's like, oh, I just get in and out it really looks, quick. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it could definitely be a mobile game as well. So for $6, maybe it's not worth it. I don't know. Yeah, it's always tough when you get to like the $5-ish games. Mm-hmm. It's very hit or miss. And I, I talked about this in the past too because I remember art school was kind of the same way where you know, based on the price, this could either be really good or this could be really bad. It turns out it's all it's kind of really bad, but in a good way. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you're getting when you start to go for that price point with games, I think. But. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it does look mm-hmm. it's on iPhone for three dollars. So, ah, yep. But that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. But different controls and different things like that, for sure, obviously, because yeah. of the touchscreen. So. All right, well, I think that gets us to everyone's actual favorite part of the show. What you've been playing? What you've been playing, Christina? Well, last Sunday, I streamed Stardew. I'm also going to be streaming Stardew again today. Mm, nice. <laughs> it's been my, a good go-to. Love playing it before bed. Uh, and then yesterday, because Michael is out of town, he wasn't able to stream. And so I took over his stream slot and streamed Two Point Hospital. It's what the people wanted. So I gave them what they wanted. Um, I ended up streaming for four hours because I got so like sucked into the game. <laughs> I, I mean, I played it like two months ago and 
I think I only stopped because I got into another game or we got a code for a game and I had to play it. And it's one of those games where it's when you jump back in, you're going to have to relearn the controls and get used to the way things move around and stuff. Mm. Uh, and so the first probably hour of me playing it, I had to like refresh my brain as to like how to do things and what I needed to do. Uh, I got there eventually, though, and, and then I ended up playing until I was actually able to beat a couple of the uh, challenges that they assigned to you. So it was fun. I'm going to probably be incorporating that back into my stream every once in a while because it was a good time. Very cool. Now, this two-point hospital, it's it's like a hospital s- simulator, right? It's kind of like – so you know how The Sims is just kind of like uh, – it's, it's a simulation, but it's just weird and like quirky and um, – there's like little jokes here and there. So it's kind of like that. But Two Point Hospital is like dad joke after dad joke. So mm. there's a there's this thing called like a pandemic that happens. But it's literally people walking into your hospital with pans stuck on their heads. Mm. Get it? So pandemic. Yeah. There's also another one where it's like people um, think the, the map, not map, but the one that I was playing, you start out and there's people coming in and they think that they're rock stars. So you have to mm. basically have a psychiatry hospital. You have to have a psychiatrist and GPs to like diagnose them and all this crazy stuff. So um, it's it's just really funny. <laughs> but it, it's a hospital like simulation management game mm-hmm. with a lot of dad jokes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It looks, it looks so, pretty good. Just to sum it up. Yeah. And you have this on it's your fun. Switch, correct? Mm-hmm. It was out on PC for the longest time, but it just came out to Switch, I think, early this year. No, early 2020. Early yeah. 2020. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That is cool. I'm looking on their website. It looks like there's a jumbo edition coming soon with more hospitals, more cures, and more fun. So maybe like the original one will go on sale. I can pick that up. Because I do I do like SimCity and Roller Coaster Tycoon-esque games, you know, managing things, getting things mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I think you would like two point hospital. I mean, yeah. check out the stream too. You'll get a good idea of kind of what's happening. Cause I had to like relearn everything and I'm talking through mm. how to figure it out. So, okay. um, you can definitely see if it's something for you. And it's funny cause everybody was watching me that was streaming was like, Oh man, I should go back and play this game. I forgot how fun <laughs> it was and stuff like that. <laughs> so very nice. Very nice. Yeah. What no about an- you? No animal crossing for you? No Mario edition? Uh, no. Oh, no. i don't know just like like we were talking about last week i don't know if you got to that part of the podcast me and michael were saying that you know animal crossing is kind of just fizzled out we need something kind of a big update or a new Mm -hmm. big thing it's been a year so it's time and i don't think the mario thing is enough it's cool but it's it's not enough so I got other no, games I, to play. <laughs> I agree. There needs to be some. We talked about it, like some recurring thing that's like a bigger task to do. I know that Heather booted hers back up and has been trying to to get her town back in shape, and it was all snowy and all this stuff as well. And then uh, I I need to boot it up because I do want to try the Nintendo stuff and the, and the and the Mario stuff. So I think that that'll be mm-hmm. really fun. But I haven't booted it up yet. I'm still. I had I did update the game. I just didn't start the game, so I'm just terrible. Uh, but the the biggest thing I've been playing the last week and a half or so two weeks is, is just pinball fx3 i just have gotten back into pinball because you know that's all i do but i remember talking to michael about you know tables and things like that and he's like oh you know i was talking about my favorite tables that i was playing this and that mm-hmm. and he didn't necessarily seem like he have some of the good tables that i was you know gushing over because i just think they're like so good so i did basically pick up every single table now in the game oh okay. and <laughs> I, I i was like okay i'm gonna check out the other ones 
But my new favorite one, so I've just picked up the, and spoon it up here, is the Universal, talking about Universals, um, pack, which has E.T., Back to the Future, and something else. It's booting out, so it's loading. And something else. Let me, let me back out of here. How do I back out of this thing? Back button? Oh, my gosh. How do I do this? Pause. <laughs> Exit the single player. There we go. And then back. Go back to my thing. And then, yeah, there it is. Perfect. And Jaws. There we go. And I'll tell you this much. The E.T. and Jaws ones, they're fine. But the Back to the Future one, that's the, my jam. That's This is my new jam. This is my new. Like, I love <laughs> the, the Fox ones because it's like Family Guy and Bob's Burgers. I love the Bob's Burgers table. The Walking Dead table is like based on the the book, not the show. Um, and it's mm. still pretty good. I got into it a little bit more. Like that one's pretty decent. But the Back to the Future table is my new favorite table. Like, I mean, it's not better than Alien or Attack from Mars because that's my favorite favorite. But the cool thing about Back to the Future is that you are continuously um, like trying to get, you know, 1.21 gigawatts like in the, you know, for the machine like in mm-hmm. in the flux capacitors there so you're charging it up and you can actually mm-hmm. jump around from the eras in the game so all of the games so it's like okay we're going to 1555 or 1885 or 2000 you know you know 25 or whatever it is in the game and you you jump around so as you're getting the the time machine like and, and ramping it up like you actually hop from these different time zones and it's just really really good like the voice work is really good i don't know if they got the original actors i don't think so but maybe you know some of the sound clips but it's it's really fun mm-hmm. and i found myself playing for like i had this really crazy table but where i was just going and going and going i must have played for like 20 minutes just straight and <laughs> i don't know it's really really good the ett one and jaws ones are fine but i yeah sometimes when you find a good table you find a good table so if anyone's out there and they're like you know I'm looking for, I've been on the, on the debate. Really want to play good pinball. <laughs> it's just good. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's mostly what I've been playing. I did just pick up, um, I just picked up a game that was on sale. Cause we were talking about games on sales and I just picked up knock them down bowling, which is bowling oh. with the joy cons. So I'm going to try that this week with Heather. Cause that would be kind of fun in the, in the, yeah. in the, it was like two bucks. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So Yeah. And anything that's under five dollars that goes on sale and looks decent is worth yeah. getting trying. Like, yeah, yeah, go for it. But I do want this two point <laughs> hospital. It looks pretty good. Hmm. I I really enjoy it, and it's funny because I want to play both Stardew and Two Point Hospital, <laughs> but I I have to pick one. <laughs> and I was telling people that yesterday that for today's story, maybe I'll start with Stardew, and then maybe I'll mm. switch to Two Point. I don't know. The world's my oyster. We'll see what happens. But yeah, they're both really fun. Nice. They <laughs> and the Jumbo Edition did come out, which is. And the expansion. So there's the jumbo edition, which is now $39.99, and the upgrade edition, which is $19.99 for the DLC. Hmm. Interesting. On Switch? On Switch. I'm looking at it right oh, now. Oh, okay. Maybe but if they... I need I mean, I'm only on like the second hospital still. So mm. I don't know how many there are in the original game. Maybe if I get to a point I just I really need more two point hospital, I'd probably get the expansion. But I'm good for now. Like <laughs> Yeah, because I think the original one even had the had two had two expansions already in it. So it's one of those things where like sometimes it comes out on Switch later, but it's like, oh, there's already been, um, you know, stuff. So it's included anyway. So I wonder what's in the mm. what's in the, the the jumbo. I can look really quick. Let's see if it's worth it. Jumbo edition. See details. You get. OK, you get. I don't know, something 
some other deals. You get a bunch. You get some packs. And it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Anyways, I'm really excited about this game. <laughs> now I want to play this game. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see if I figure out. I would like to buy it. Maybe I can buy it, the physical copy like on eBay or something. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, then you can like resell it mm-hmm. later. Is that you're thinking? Yeah. 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 I mean, I like I said, I, I really like it. I bought it, you know, when it first, I think, no, I think I bought it a little bit after it came, finally came out on the Switch because I followed it for a long time because I wanted to play it, bought it, played it for a bit, switched to another game, jumped back into it yesterday. And I'm like, why did I stop playing this game? It's so much fun. <laughs> so I would definitely say it's it's worth grabbing for sure. If you're into like SimCity or any kind of like management or simulation games, definitely, definitely get it. Okay. Absolutely. I'm going yeah. to give you your stream a watch and then go from there. So do it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, this one easy peasy in and out this week. Not a whole lot of news, but a few games for you to be checking out. But I think that's going to probably do it for this week's dispatch. To be honest with you, make sure you hit us up on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nintendo dispatch, where we stream throughout the week. Um, I am getting my switch set up currently for some pinball and getting my whole thing set up. So I'll be streaming at some point in the next week, probably. But if not, you know, Christina is going to be streaming nonstop and you can check out all the past <laughs> replays there on our YouTube. But basically for anything else, just go to NintendoDispatch.com and all the links and all the good stuff are there. But uh, that's going to do it. So until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.